0: Hello, and welcome to the sixth episode of the How She Ate an Elephant podcast. If it sounds a little bit different, um, that's because I'm using a different mic. I spilled flax tea all over my old podcast mic, which was... uh, It was already on its last legs. But anyways, please excuse the sound quality today. Before we get into this week's topic, I just want to get a few things off my chest. Um, First is that I know I didn't put out an episode last week. And last time I had a really good excuse for missing a week, but this time, honestly, all I can say is that creating content is hard, okay? If you are a content creator, big ups to you. If you know a content creator in your life, give them a big hug, tell them you like their work because this stuff is hard and uh, it's super vulnerable and it makes you second guess yourself. And I'm not even using my real name, so I, I honestly can't even imagine Okay, so last week's episode was Be Aware That It's Not About You, featuring Roxanne. Shout out to Roxanne. Thank you. Um, and it was focused on the situations that we make about ourselves that are not really personal. And we either miss opportunities to be good friends or we can actually hurt other people. And I've been thinking about it a lot, about different little situations every in your everyday life. Um, where you can make things about yourself and then also like big monumental occasions to be there for someone that you can really miss and it will actually, you can remember it and the other person will remember it. So I gave the example of my friend, I think I called her person B in the last episode. I'm going to get better on creating names for my stories later, but um, I actually have a similar story that I want to share I went to school in Montreal, and I was in a relationship during that time, and I remember one time, me and my boyfriend were on the metro, and it was late at night, and we were being kind of cuddly and affectionate, and this woman sitting across from us in the train car said, "Um, you know, you guys really warmed my heart today. You know, you just look so in love, and I'm really happy to see you. Um you make me think of me and my husband. And then, you know, I said thank you, and I, I thought that was really sweet of her to say. And then I asked her, you know, are you going home to your husband now? And she she kind of looked like maybe my mother's age, and she was so cute. You know, she was like the kind of woman who you would think would see at a um, at a market you know, like at a farmer's market with her reusable bag and her like eclectic jewelry. And she just looked like she was like a grandmother who'd make like ginger tea for her grandkids. You know what I mean? So anyway, so I asked her, are you going to go see your husband now? And she said, um, no. And she started getting teary eyed. And she was like, I'm actually living in a women's shelter. And I was just so shocked because that's not what I expected her to say people go to women's shelters for all kinds of reasons in different stages of their life. But I was just really shocked. And I was, you know, much younger. And I was just so shocked by what she said. I didn't say anything. I just kind of said, Oh, and I just was like, Oh my God, what do I say? What do I say in this situation? Oh my God, I feel so uncomfortable. Like, I don't want to make her feel bad. Like, what do you say to someone in a homeless shelter? And it's just like, I could definitely see that her eyes were watering, and then I looked super uncomfortable. And my boyfriend at the time was actually francophone, and English wasn't his first language. So he honestly didn't even understand the exchange that we had because it went kind of quickly. And so it was really on me to respond. And I just really dropped the ball, and she left on her stop, and I felt like shit, honestly. And to this day, I think about that encounter, and I shudder because... I was so consumed with what the right thing to say was and how I was feeling and how shocked I was that I didn't realize, like, how this woman had been so honest about something that she probably was not comfortable talking about. She was just met with what felt like coldness, you know? And on the inside, I didn't really want to be cold. I wanted to be warm, but it's like, what do you say to someone? I just was so ill-equipped for that situation. And I don't know. I mean, I hope... That she went on and had a great day or, you know, things got better for her. But I really missed an opportunity to be there for somebody else who had only spoken to us to just share something nice and beautiful. She didn't have to say anything. Um, And, yeah, it's so easy just to say, you know, I'm so sorry to hear that. How are you? How are you doing? Um, How did you find yourself there? Are you okay? You know, Strangers can ask each other those questions, especially because she had been so genuine and warm, and that's a lesson that I want to take with me, um, and I really want to try, and as I said with, on the episode last week with Roxanne, to really create distance between myself and my reaction, and really try to process the person that's in front of me, not the freak out that I'm having in my head. This week's episode is about being your own best friend, and what I mean by that is to treat yourself the way that you treat people that you care about and love. Um, This idea is kind of similar to some things that I've spoken about in past episodes, but it really hit me this week when my little cousin, who just graduated from college, um, asked to meet up to talk about jobs. So she just graduated from finance and, in May and is looking for a job and, you know, I invited her over for lunch and we were chatting and I was like, okay, so what do you want to do? She immediately got into saying things like, oh, you know, it's been five months since I graduated. I'm so behind. I feel like everything is just a mess and really getting down on herself. And I was like, whoa, no, like, you're fine. You have a degree. You want to look for a job, you're you're taking steps to do it, you reached out to me, I'm going to do what I can to help you and you know just continue reaching out to people, but don't say that stuff about yourself. And I was really trying to encourage her and make her feel a little bit better because I know that when you're feeling bad, like that's when you are not productive and when things can get overwhelming and you're not being nice to yourself. Um, It can really have the opposite effect that you want to I know that people say that you should be your own harshest critic But in my experience that doesn't work like you should always strive to do your best Like they say in the four agreements, but every day your best looks different And if you encourage yourself, you're probably going to get more out of it than if you wake up every day being frustrated so I'm not saying that that's what she was going through, but it really made me think because I was really trying to make her feel better and boost her up and say, you have so many skills, you're so good at this and that, and you know, you're going to be fine. And it just came so easy to me. And I just wonder why, when we're talking to ourselves, we don't have the same tone of voice. I know that for me, I've been trying, but it's kind of hit or miss from day to day. And, At some point, I was giving her some advice that was like, okay, well, you know, now's your time to explore if you truly want to do finance, since that's what she studied. But, you know, you have time, like, be an assistant, learn photography, sell the skills that you have. If you speak different languages, you know, tutor those languages, tutor kids in math and science. There's so many different things that you can do to make money on the side that will really expose you to your true interests and not to be married to the name of the degree that you earned because honestly you made that decision in your when you're 18 maybe you switch it up once or twice but at the end of the day you made that decision when you were very young and you're allowed to change your mind I mean there's a lot of skills that you learn in school that are transferable you know all of the clubs and other things that are interesting to you I mean can go in that direction so anyway I'm here telling her these different things that she can try I had heard this from other people when I was her age and I still hear it now but for some reason when I'm putting when I'm evaluating myself somehow I'm like fucking up and falling behind and everything is a mess and I'm like okay whoa how am I so able to give this person advice and compassion if I'm honest with myself A lot of it was just me projecting on her the things that I wanted to hear. And I'm here like, create, write, draw, paint, you know, volunteer, live in the jungle. And she's just like, but I don't want to. (laughs) You know? I'm like, okay, stop projecting on other people and just take your own damn advice. Okay? On one hand, I have been making the effort to treat myself better, but there's always room to grow. For example, you know, if I wake up late, don't be like, oh, you're the worst. Like you just ruined the whole day. It's like, okay, no, I really didn't. But if I keep feeling this way, then I will ruin the whole day. All of this is just to say that we should all be nicer to ourselves and make an effort to be encouraging. You know, if you don't get something done right the first time, be like, that's okay. I tried it once. I'm going to try again tomorrow. You'll notice the people around you who treat themselves that way, they are happier, they are more productive, they are doing things with their life because they're not burdened by negative thoughts. So my tips for this week are really just to pay attention to how you talk to yourself and when you're not feeling good, think about how you're treating yourself. Tomorrow is a new day. If you don't get what you want done today, you can always try tomorrow. You'll find that you're slowly getting the things you want done faster when you allow yourself to just move past something you know address that you didn't do it the way you wanted but it doesn't change your value as a person when you do pay attention to how you treat yourself be like do I allow other people to talk to me this way like if you're telling yourself oh you're so dumb you're so useless you're so blah 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 and any other thing you're using definitive terms to talk about yourself like would you allow anyone in your life to talk to you that way? Would you ever speak to anybody you love that way? If the answer is no, then make a change. And honestly, no wonder you aren't taking your own advice because if someone was mean to me and then tried to give me advice, I'd be like, hell no. I don't want your advice. You suck. And that's why I'm asking my friends and family because they love me. If you love yourself and treat yourself well, you're gonna trust your own instincts more. So I hope that makes sense. Before we go, we're going to talk about the book of the week. Last week's book of the week was When a Man Falls from the Sky by Leslie Nenka Arima. It's a sh- collection of 12 short stories in her debut book. I listened to the title story in LeVar Burton Reads' podcast, which I linked in last week's show notes. I have a confession. I did not finish it. But I am just going to keep trudging forward. I've read half of the stories and... They are amazing. There's just something about reading a story from a black female author that, I don't know, it just introduces a level of familiarity with the characters that, I don't know, I just don't hear in other books. I'm not saying I don't identify with other characters, but I feel like I intrinsically understand their motivations, which is a great feeling. I wonder if other people feel that way when they read a female author or a white male author or whatever in between. The first story will grab your attention. I was not ready let me tell you, I was not D. Most of the stories are about women and their relationships with their mothers and their friends and sisters. And I just highly recommend it. I can't wait to have more to say, but the few books, the few stories that I read have been amazing. And also big ups to this being her first published book. Okay, guys, thanks for listening. Please go ahead and subscribe and share and rate this podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to it. Listenership has been growing. So I think I've officially passed the mark of me knowing everybody who listens to this podcast. That's awesome. Thank you so much for your support, and we'll talk next week.